21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. What impact has Facebook had on the way businesses advertise and market themselves? Well, Facebook definitely changed, changed the whole perspective, changed the game. Businesses are looking to advertise online. It's more efficient. They can track their results. They can see uh, what's working, what's not. As opposed to, let's say, billboards. When you put a billboard or a t- or an ad on a TV, you don't know how many people saw it. You don't know how many people acted. With digital advertising and especially Facebook, you can see how many people saw your ad, how many clicked, how many ended up purchasing. That way you can double down on what's what's working. That's one thing. The second thing is that Facebook gives ability to target your users. Let's get back to the billboard example. When you see a billboard for a new ad, you, you might need a new ad, you might not. You cannot control who will see it. With Facebook and its Facebook uh, and its targeting option, you have an option to choose, let's say, people that are interested in football. We are going to show them, I don't know, football boots or New Jersey. Those, those people are like already more inclined to buy because you're showing them what they're interested in. So basically, a lot of people say ads are annoying. In my in my eyes, the only annoying ad is the one that's not relevant. So if you make your messaging and your ad relevant to the audience, that that's make that makes a perfect match both for the advertisers and for the end user. And uh, regarding those uh, user experiences. Anything changed uh, since Facebook uh, inception? So like when we started, uh, when I started with media buying uh, seven years ago, like the only placement was uh, feed. So basically you, you could advertise only on a Facebook feed. Ne- then they added uh, Instagram since they bought Instagram. Then they added Instagram stories. Then they added uh, Instagram reels. So basically when we started, the main format was image. And then horizontal video, like on a YouTube. Then we got back to the, then we kind of like switched to the more vertical videos that are on Instagram story, Instagram reels. So definitely we are changing. We are going to that mobile first placement. As I said, Facebook acquired uh, uh, Instagram. So there are kind of uh, new placements open up there. Obviously, as a lot more people are uh, starting to advertise, it is getting more expensive. But when you know, when you know what you're doing, it's not a big deal. Let's say, like in last twelve months, I spent over thirty million on Facebook ads for my clients and generated over two hundred million in revenue. So basically, even though things are changing, if you are kind of updated with all the new things that are happening, all the kind of potential new features, tips and tricks, it's easier to to let's say scale your ads. And like even those small businesses are kind of going digital. They are kind of advertising their restaurants, they're advertising their local shops because it's easier to reach uh, reach customers. I would say it, it did get a bit more expensive. That's one thing. And the second thing is that 
the feed is kind of a more cluttered with the ads. Before you had one one ad in every 10 posts. Now it is one ad in every like three to five posts, which can be pretty annoying considering Facebook is a social media platform. And we want to like spend time there to engage with our friends. So like sometimes even for me as an advertiser, ad can be overwhelming. And you and you mentioned Instagram. There are some people that are stressing out the importance of of that specific acquisition. What are your thoughts? I mean, for Facebook, obviously they could not compete what what Instagram brought. Instagram brought kind of like uh, everything was looking super cool. People were spending more time on the Instagram, so it made kind of like a perfect acquisition for them because they added another another platform to their kind of uh, network or platforms. It allowed them to kind of get exposure. It allowed them to get uh, reach to a new people that would spend more time there. Same thing happening now with the Reels. Like they did not made up Reels. They kind of copied TikTok because they saw people are switching to content that's more engaging, that's uh, that's full screen experience, like uh, that is scrollable, uh, in a different way, people are spending more times on a TikTok. They're also spending more more times on the reels. So it's just like a numbers game. They acquire what people what people want and what they think is a perfect fit in their uh, environment. And some other strategies uh, that you are maybe aware of that are being employed by Facebook to remain competitive in that specific social media landscape. So. I mean, they acquired WhatsApp as well uh, years ago, but they are kind of now switching to the metaverse, which is kind of they expect to be their kind of like next, let's say, golden child. They are putting a lot of resources there. Unfortunately, it, is not, it does not look great for them considering they lay off 11K uh, of uh, of employees uh, last uh, like two weeks ago. But... I mean, they obviously have some numbers and they see that community and the environment is going into that direction. To be honest, it's kind of a bit um, hard for me to imagine how would that look. But I mean, if they're doubling down so much on that, there's obviously a reason behind that. Regarding the, the layoff that you just mentioned, uh, what's going on with uh, with Meta, with Facebook? So basically, they kind of focused all of their efforts onto uh, onto Metaverse. They even they even changed the name for, from Facebook to Meta. So they expect that that channel, that way of uh, entertainment, to be bigger. Unfortunately, for some reason, that did not happen. Uh, alongside with the appearance of TikTok, that kind of like captured pretty substantial market share that resulted in kind of results they did not expect it so basically uh the results are not what they expected their uh stock price is going down probably there are some kind of shareholders that are uh, not satisfied with the direction and they considering they kind of uh, they're determined to to go with th this metaverse and they're, they're still their main uh source of income are ads it's kind of a decision they they chose to to go and whether that will work we'll obviously see you know like year or two
but the, the platform is still standing pretty okay, yes? Yeah, I mean, people say like Facebook layoff, 11K people, it's not great, but I mean, still there's not a, there's no platform that can compete with Facebook when it comes to advertising. Facebook is more the most robust platform. It has most users, it has uh, most data on those users. It has uh, the most precise targeting. It has the most option to show your ad on a different platforms in a different format. It still has the best way of reporting data back to the users, back to the advertisers. So regarding the advertising, Facebook is still a king compared to, let's say, Pinterest and Snapchat on which people, advertisers do not have like much success. I would say that TikTok is kind of starting to get better and obviously Google is one, but the difference between Facebook and Google is that Facebook is generating demand and Google is capturing. You cannot show an ad on Google if someone is not already interested. On Facebook, you can spark that interest very easily with your ad. So that's the difference. When it comes to acquiring new users, Facebook is still the king. And what motivated you to become an expert in Facebook advertising? So that's actually a funny story. I was on my senior year of college. Uh, I was actually studying computer science, but I mean, I did not, I, I was good at it, but like it's, it, I, I did not enjoy it. But alongside with that, I was pursuing soccer career. So I was trying to like figure out what to do with my life. Uh, and somehow I stumbled upon ad with a digital uh, around like digital marketing. I did not know much about it. So I started learning about it, reading all the blogs, watching the YouTube videos. And kind of it, it, it was super interesting to me because I'm good with numbers. I'm kind of uh, have a ten, I'm like detail oriented. So it kind of was a perfect match for me. Uh, luckily, one of my friends was doing Facebook ads. So I started kind of working with him. I was questioning him all the day. Why did you do this? Why did you do this? How this works? Stuff like that. He was super patient with me and super grateful uh, to him for that. So I started working with him. And you and soon I started working as a freelancer. I saw the opportunity. This is the direction the world is going. We are switching to digital. Uh, in Croatia, like it's not so, um, let's say it's not so widespread that people are buying online. They are buying online, but more from the uh, UK or US uh, uh, brands. So, I, so that's why I started working with uh, uh, US and UK and Australian brands. I started working as a freelancer with them. Uh, to be honest, like the money was also uh, a part of the equation because. Uh, you can earn pretty pretty good amount of money when you work as a as a media buyer. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing this now for seven years. I went from freelancer to head of head of performance at the Inspire agency. We are a boutique agency working with a handful of clients. Besides that, we have a few of internal brands uh, that we kind of launch. One is in a skincare niche. One is in a supplement niche. And yeah, I mean, considering we are having success. This was a uh, this was a natural path for us to start our own brands because we have a proven track of records uh, scaling other brands uh, to nine figure 
nine figure uh, a year how have your strategies and approach evolved since the beginning of your career so like this landscape is changing pretty quickly i would say that initially the focus was only on facebook feed and only on the images there was no so much competition everything was easier like they say that uh era between let's say 2017 and 2020 is kind of like the golden era of facebook because there are so many people that had uh, achieved success with their facebook ads basically you could just create one image and uh, and like some headline and uh, you could get i don't know five dollars for each dollar that you put in now it is getting more tougher now there's a lot more competition meaning that uh the ads are more expensive on facebook you pay price to show your ad 1000 times so basically as there is more competition targeting the same people advertising similar products you have to differentiate you have to have something that kind of is unique about your product to have a success obviously there's a lot more tools uh, that are now helpful with creating a video ads i would say definitely that like without a video it's hard to advertise now because you see it is easier to tell a story with a video you can showcase your product you can uh show how it works how it helps what are some what are some benefits you can kind of see the the, the expression of a people of a person face when he is using the product so it's easier to kind of convey people uh to buy regarding to my strategies um so i mean marketing principle stays the same so when you have a user that is ready to buy if you present him with a good offer he's going he's going to probably buy but some of the ways that we are communicating our offer uh and how how are we approaching the customers let's say if he's if you're someone who never uh heard about my brand or my product then we try to kind of uh tell you what the product is how it works how it helps and how it can benefit you potentially you saw that but you're not so interested you're not so conveyed then we use some different ad that is kind of like saying a testimonial or a review when we say okay this is the person that already bought it, bought the product you can see how it kind of like makes sense for you to buy as well then the user is, is kind of like more inclined to buy then he potentially clicks on the website uh click on the ad lands on the website but maybe he's not uh it, maybe it is too expensive for him maybe he doesn't want to kind of like buy it then we have an option to show him like an ad that says like if you buy in the next i don't know two days you get 20 percent off so basically in what stage of our funnel we treat uh, the customer is we treat him differently initially we want to educate him then we want to kind of emphasize what are uh, the benefits of our product then in the end if we have to we kind of like rely on the discounts or some other potential objection handling copies like we mentioned there's a free returns there's a hat uh free shipping or stuff like that to get them to buy uh what have been some of some of the biggest challenges uh on that journey maybe you faced as as a, as a Facebook ad expert yeah so basically uh, sometimes Facebook can kind of like reject your ad even though you did not 
do anything wrong. Uh, obviously, they rely on the AI to do that checking often. And sometimes you get banned like without a reason. If you don't have a dedicated Facebook agency rep that can kind of like help you, it's kind of tough at the start when you have not, no one to kind of like reach out. Uh, that's not, I mean, now that we spend significant amount of money, we have a dedicated person that is taking care of, of, all, our, of all our clients and ads. So it's super helpful uh, to have someone like that to kind of um, to, to help you with those issues. Uh, that's that's first. The second is uh, the famous uh, iOS fourteen point five update from the from for the iOS uh, for for the iPhone uh, users. That kind of made uh, users to obliged to to kind of like they have to opt in if they want to be tracked. Meaning, if they do not opt in, we don't have a data and we don't know whether you. Uh, visited our website, whether you add it to cart. So it's tougher for us to optimize. But as I said, if the users opt out, he would potentially get some of the ad that are not relevant to him. And as I said in the beginning, if the ad is not relevant, then it is annoying. So it is in best user's interest and advertiser interest that the user accept uh, option to be tracked. It doesn't mean that uh, we know that uh, user Martin uh, was on this website and added this to card. We just know that some person, there's a kind of like uh, person from this that saw this ad added to card. So like we do not know who the who the real person is. So I would say that iOS 0.5, iOS 14.5 was one of the kind of like toughest moment uh, since it was implemented a year and a half ago. What stories uh, can you share regarding your work with helping brands maximize their advertising impact? So I think that there's one story that kind of like pictures uh, this perfectly. So we had one client that we started working, I think it was 2019 at the summer. Uh, he was spending maybe like 2k a day on the ads. Uh, we still work with him. So basically we are taking care of 10 of his accounts. We scaled that one brand to, at one point I was spending $100,000 on the ad daily. So, I mean, that's 3 million a month. And like for every $1,000, I was generating 500,000 a day of revenue. So you could imagine how how big impact that uh, since we took over that account, how how big impact he had uh, in his like revenue increase. Obviously, he's super, super satisfied with us that he gave us like other um, other accounts that we handle. So I would say that's kind of like my personally best uh, success story that I managed to scale one client from 2K spend to 100K spend while improving his results. Because usually as you start uh, spending more and more, it's tougher to find a, a 
customer profitably on Facebook because it's 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 not so easy for Facebook to uh, to find a potential prospect immediately. But to be honest, like that that product was a great product. It was uh, one size fits all. That kind of uh, made our advertising efforts easier. But I would say that like we did test it extensively. Like at the beginning, you test like a lot of things. Then you find something that kind of uh, is showing some success. You made some iteration based on that. Then you double down. Then you scale. So I would say that uh, our process for testing creatives, optimizing the ads, and eventually scaling the ads is something that every e-commerce owner should implement because it dramatically increases the chance of success. Obviously, the foundations are the most important, that you have a product that has a proven, uh, proven product market fit, and you have a website that is converting uh, on a decent uh, decent percentage, then we come uh, and we kind of like turn off Facebook ads and make and we amplify that offer. So Facebook ads are cherry on the top. When you have something that's working, we are here to scale. We are here to get you to seven figures, eight figures, nine figures, no matter what level you are. In collaboration with Martin, to all of you guys that have e-commerce stores and that that are already running Facebook ads, we organize that uh, if you apply to the link in the show notes, you can get a free audit of your Facebook ad account. As I said, we spent over 30 million this year and when we do an audit of your ad account, we can see what are some of the things that you are doing wrong, what we could improve and what makes more sense. And like what are our, what are our suggestions to improve the efficiency of your ad account. So click the link and apply and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.